0: (laughs) i did you have an easy bake oven when you were a kid absolutely did you really yeah except my mom didn't buy me anything to go with it but when they got one for my daughter they ordered her the accessories off of amazon so she's got like a mini roller and a mini um did she send all of that home it's been here it's in the box. It's under the piano. Oh! But no, um, it's super cool. And I'm really wanting to go get it because... Because you want snacks. Because I want sweets and you're a Nazi. So <laughs> that's why. I just want to make myself like a brownie or something.
1: Yeah, but if you use real stuff in there, does it take... Like the normal amount of time or Are you gonna be sitting here Jonesing for a brownie For the next 35 minutes Listen
0: Linda It's in a tin This fucking big <laughs> So you'll to to eat them
1: <laughs>
2: and You know what I don't like your
0: fucking attitude It takes
2: longer to bake In the <laughs> oven
0: <laughs> Well does. I don't have anything else To make something sweet I mean I said I would make apple donuts No I have chocolate up there It's made out of coconut milk mm-hmm, Just saying with, it does, what does that have
2: to, is, I don't know, I feel like, like
0: it's better for, I feel like it's better for me <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also know that um like turkeys and Ooh. birds and stuff have like this really intricate like throat system that like grinds up whatever they're eating really mm-hmm
0: I need to study the digestive system of animals because, what was I saying?
1: Well, I said <laughs> that Lindsay was this many days old when she learned that cows regurgitate oh, okay. their food and chew it again okay. as cud. <clears throat> okay,
0: okay so, so
2: I think it's a really cute boy name. Cud. cud.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God,
2: come here, you little
0: puke! I would, get out of my head. Nobody asked you, Susan. But, uh, the thing about it is, though, is like when you first told me, I thought they were actually puking it out like bulimic style, like dogs, and then eating it back up. Yeah, like dogs with underwear. <laughs> This is split uh, I just
1: want to know why you said like dogs with underwear.
0: Because I had this dog. She was half pit, half lab, but I think she was a little incest because she was a little hoo-hoo, you know? So wow. she used to eat my underwear whole and then puke them back up. It was disgusting. It was, I just stopped wearing underwear until we got rid of her.
1: Sounds like a legit solution.
0: Well, I had none left. <laughs> so it's not that you stopped; it's that you ran out of supplies. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know why you have to just oh, stop, stop. <laughs> well, I think that this is a. Good I still time. have the
2: image of a cow trying to make itself puke.
0: <clears throat> but it only pukes back into its mouth, and then and then swallows yeah, it again. Like even... it doesn't come all the way out. So if I don't have to see it,
1: not as gross. Speaking of puke, okay, have you ever seen a child puke? -hmm. How old was the child, and how did they react?
2: Um, I want to say between seven and ten, and it was at the fair. And I don't know if they overate, but they were just like, Mm -hmm. and the parent was like, lift both ways." And was like, "Let's go." Oh (laughs) shit!
1: So the first time Anna puked, she ran away from it. She was puking and walking backwards and scaring herself with (laughs) with the vomit it was scaring her so she was trying to run
0: away from it backwards to be honest I don't know if Lila's ever been, like, projectile vomit sick other than when she was a baby baby, and didn't, that just makes them cry. Didn't she puke when she was here in her bed? But that's what I'm saying. Mm. Just until recently oh. has been the only times I've experienced. She's super healthy, I guess. Yeah, Anna was about Anna
1: was about Lila's age, I want to say, the first She's time she She's got- more like her
0: mom. She just gets the shits instead.
2: When I was little, <laughs> I hated puking so much. I thought it was so gross that I would clean up the bathroom and, like, anything before my mom got up Aww. so that she didn't have to clean it because Aww. I was, like the person is like nobody should have to clean up the chip of course i didn't say it that when i was a little and bit.
1: this is why we all love gideon this yeah. is why so kids kids and puke and things and stuff and things you're listening to moms of mischief and mayhem and if this is the first time that you're listening to us welcome welcome aboard grab some coffee
0: who are you what do you mean who the fuck are you who am i you have to tell them oh i didn't There yet? This is the shit that we deal with on this podcast. It's because she loves the sound of her voice and she needs to make her intro like 10 minutes long. I hate you.
1: Continue. I hate you. (laughs) Have I ever mentioned this? I am Courtney. I'm the mom of Mayhem.
0: I am Lindsay. Hurry the fuck up. Why is it taking (laughs) so (laughs) long? And I'm the mom of Mischief. And who are you, honored guest (laughs) of honor?
2: I'm the mom of Spud. Which, who's not, who's not here tonight?
0: He's a spud, He's a fur baby. And this isn't
1: Spud as in, like, oh, that'd be a cute name for a kid. No, it's a dog. We don't... That, I just said it was a fur baby. I know, but we said earlier that Cud would be a cute name for yeah. a kid. I just Maybe wanted to clarify. that's why I like it, because
2: it rhymes with Spud.
1: Maybe. Is this going to be his brother? Spud, Cud. I don't know. I just
2: put the... If it's Cud was a name, i put it up there with, like, Nate or... Um, cud? Josh. Really? I don't know. Those it it reminds
0: me of a guy, like standing on his porch without a shirt on like with his butt crack hanging out big old beer belly like drinking a beer i don't know that's why that's what i think of with cut. a weed out of his mouth like one of the little i'm good uh, and take i'm away a bull the, rider
2: with the beer belly and okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> so oh that brings God. us to the topic of dating we were talking before we started about uh dating with kids or um different parenting types and the problems that that could bring about you or wanna, like um know, enlighten our listeners
0: yeah it we were also talking about like friends and kids like friends without kids you know what I mean so um but basically I'm a I'm a single mom I've been a single mom for a couple of years so I've dated and normally I'll date someone with kids because most of them understand that, you know, your kid is going to take priority over them and, you know, all those certain things. Or it's most just of kind them of, should
1: understand that.
0: Right. That's why, yeah, most of them. But um, so I've dated a, a, a couple people with kids and I just I like them, but I cannot stand their kids and they're adorable and they're kind of cute sometimes and I would probably (laughs) just get over it but oh my god and then it got to the point where I was just like stop babying the child I I can't handle it
1: I feel like it's less that you like the person and don't like their kids because I feel like it's not it's not the kid's fault I would probably, if I were in that situation, I would probably say I like the person as a human, but I loathe them as As a parent. As a parent,
0: yes, yes. Needless to say, we're not together anymore. (laughs) Well, not anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not with anyone. Um,
1: So from your observation, what would be your like top three deal breaker for wanting to hang out with somebody's kid?
0: Them and their um, kid, I guess.
1: Yeah, them and their kid.
2: Um, if the kids are running around like tearing things up and they're not doing anything about it, or they do the counting thing and they get to a thousand and they still haven't done anything, <laughs> <A> thousand. Um, <laughs> that and then also, um, I, I kind of gravitate towards like the weird kids who like always have something interesting mm-hmm. to say that aren't quite like. Are you all right over there?
0: Yeah, I'm fine. Continue. Don't hurt me. Um, I want an so if example. The kids, like,
2: if the kid's, like, basic, like, if they're telling me about, like, <laughs> the newest thing that's, like, really cool. And they're so Coachella that about it. Yeah, that they're so Coachella about it. <laughs> them, that you hear every other kid say that I'm kind of like, oh, you're just basic. And <laughs> you're boring. Like, you know,
0: the,
1: okay, on the topic of the Coachella thing, I painted at a birthday party uh, last fall, late summer-ish and there were these little girls like nine or ten and they were what what's the what's the thing called um they have the little backpacks and they wear scrunchies and it's the special water bottle what's it called damn it jana you're supposed to know it's okay the brownies no it's a tick you're a weirdo
0: it's a tick i was thing. in the brownies when i was little what is that it's like the daisies or the. Are these like biker clubs for kids? <laughs> what are we talking about? It was, it was for me. <laughs> no. They're okay, like. Hold on, let me finish okay. the story before we go into the. Well, I won't remember what I was saying. So I'll everybody ask you... else will. No, everyone else will know. You're the only one who doesn't. Oh, great. So <laughs> no. it's basically they were talking
1: about these when 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 i went to school and likely you were homeschooled never mind (laughs) when Lindsay went to school we had cat like the scene kids the goth kids the you know hick nerd blah 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 like those categories clicky they were talking about these categories that are only on social media and that's what they wanted to look like they were modeling themselves after uh people that they've seen on social media and talking like them and that's the the what they wanted painted on their faces and I I don't know how to handle that I don't know those are not kid things modeling yourself after somebody
0: you have to say not my zoo not my monkeys is that what you say I say not my monkeys not my rabies whatever
1: that's how you have to think of it well, sure, sure. But I just think about it in the, in the sense of honest. So that that's what it made me think of when you were talking even about like,
2: um, Because most of my life was a commercial cake decorator. And even as much as I love Disney, um, if it's Little Mermaid, sure, I'll do whatever cake you want in Little Mermaid, because it's my favorite. But even with like, <laughs> Disney that's stuff, what I picked. I would get <laughs> so tired of the same requests and the same requests and the same Frozen. requests and the same requests. And like, yeah. And my favorite customer ever was this little girl. She was seven years old, and she came up and she picked out a cake. And it was for her, um, it was for her mom. And her dad was like, "Okay, tell tell him what you want it to say on the cake." You know, because he always asked, "What do you want anything written on the cake?" <laughs> and so she's all shy and everything, and she hides behind her dad. And he goes, "No, we agreed that you would have to tell him what you want it to say." Okay. So I bend down, get on her level, and she whispers into my ear so sweetly, "I want it to say, I'm so happy I could just poop."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes. and like,
2: those are the things. Even though it was not like a custom, custom cake or anything, it was like my favorite kind of kid, who's a little out of the box, who doesn't want. I mean, I love Frozen, but who didn't want a fucking Frozen cake <laughs> or any of the other characters that were so standard all the time, yeah. right? So, if yeah, if they're after like the mainstream stuff, perfect <clears throat> flag for
1: me. <laughs> okay, so that was destroying things. Basic Child and Numero Trace. Number three. That, that's the translation. What's your number three?
2: Oh. Um, <laughs> number three would probably be... A know-it-all kid.
1: Oh, my kid. <laughs>
2: but more... I've never really had a... You know, oh. Look, whenever I babysit.
1: oh, I have. Anyway, whenever you babysit <laughs> my kid,
2: yes. Well, I think even with like... Even like Anna, if she'll say something, and then I'll say something, and then she's like, matter-of-factly, like this, <laughs> and I can say, well, actually, this, and she'll be like, really? And yeah. she has that moment of like, That's true. oh, but then there's those kids who just, they know everything, and
0: <laughs> that'd be
2: Lila then. <laughs> them.
1: I so I think the difference between Anna and Lila in this situation <clears throat> is Anna, if you. Uh, tell her the correct thing, she's like, oh, okay, I'll just file that away for later and change my records. <laughs> Lila is screaming fake news the whole way. Oh, and she's yeah. like,
0: nope, you're wrong. Yep. You're wrong. I read it on the back of a cereal box. She this has is the truth. my stubbornness 100% because I hate to be wrong. I am almost 30 years old and I hate to be wrong. Me and Courtney got into an argument and it took me... Days to apologize to her because I'm so stubborn and she's my best freaking friend. So it does not surprise me <laughs> that my daughter is a, <laughs> I know. hate, I hate to continue to be
1: wrong. Mm-hmm. I would rather know that I'm wrong, adjust my thinking and then move on. I don't, I don't want to be the dodo that's walking around thinking that the earth is flat. Right. If any of our listeners think that the earth is flat... Stop listening. <laughs> I apologize in advance, but... Uh, no, we don't. No, really, we probably don't. But anyway, <laughs> my favorite thing is on that website for flat earthers, they say, we have, we have believers all around the world. That's my favorite thing.
2: Shouldn't it be a crust? No.
1: Nope. <laughs> nope, it's a round. It's a roundy round anyway
0: (coughs) sorry i tried to smoke before we recorded but i'm still hacking
1: so from a parent's perspective what are your top three pet peeves with other either parents or children like um and not just discipline just what are your top three pet peeves
0: Okay, so I'd have to probably agree with Gideon. Like, I've had friends or even family members that have either come over where I've been over there or whatever, and they just kind of let their kids run free, even if it was in my own home. And I'm just like, I'm the one getting up and checking on their kids. And I'm like, hold on a second. This is not how this should go at my house Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to wrangle your kids and if I do and you're still not helping me then Mm -hmm. I'm gonna discipline them like I would discipline my own kid right (laughs) right so um that would definitely be one of them um
1: If you guys hear it in the background, that's Indy. That's my kitty key. We're not
0: paying attention to him, and he wants cookies, and he's telling everyone. He's already had cookies tonight. He's just a fat, bully. All right, fat so boy. All right, so number two, pet peeve. Um. Give me your face. I know this is really kind of shallow of me, but, like, I know we let the girls dress themselves and stuff, but... We have helped them for so long that they actually dress themselves half-decent sometimes. Okay. I hate when parents let kids wear shoes that are, like, way too big for them or, like, um, you know, clothes that don't really fit. And I understand some of them probably... That's sure. probably all they have, but I definitely know kids that have their their correct size and they're still wearing... I don't know. They just... If your kid goes out looking a mess and there's, like, shit all over their face and their hair is whacked, like, you wouldn't go out like that. Why are you letting your child present themselves like that? Sure. Like, I don't want to in influence societal expectations or anything, but um, hygiene <laughs> sure, and, and dressing clean and, and decent, presentable, I don't really feel is a societal expectation. I just feel like that's a sign of self-respect.
1: Okay, yeah, I can see that. So, that's number two.
0: That's number two. Oh, I I really dislike, I almost said hate, but I don't want to do that and hurt anybody's feelings. So, I really dislike (laughs) when. Thank you for your consideration. (laughs) Like, I will, I try to say nice, like redirecting. Um, sometimes I have to raise my voice, whatever, but my my kid is like disciplined. she's told no, there are some parents out there that' they're, they're like, we don't say the n word and they're like, we just redirect, and we just positive this and and I'm like, so when your kid are they grows up about the
2: word no, when yeah they
0: say that? right, yeah oh, it makes so when sense. I was like well,
2: yeah, you shouldn't, <laughs>
0: <Jeez>. <laughs> but like. So you're going to raise your kid like this, and then they're going to go to school, and they're going to do something wrong, and they're going to be punished, and then they're not going to even know how to take that and learn from it or anything. They're going to carry that into adulthood and get in trouble at their job. What's going to happen the first time time they're told no? Right. Like, they need to know that there's consequences, that no means no, that, you know what I mean? Like... It, it can be kisses and hugs and snuggles and whatever, but it also but needs they still to have be tough to love. The like,
2: little uh, Baruchas of the world.
0: Yeah, we want them yes. to grow up and be decent humans. Yeah. So I feel like not telling them no and all that other bullshit is it's just too much for me. I can't respect you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: then there's that. She just... Knocks my
0: flat earther comment right out of the park. (laughs) I'm sorry. I really don't want to offend anybody. Like, I won't disrespect you in any sort of way. I just think that that style of parenting is very, very not getting them ready for the real world. Sure. But I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're still a great person. What do you think the
2: motivation for? Maybe motivation is the wrong word. But what do you think the background is to that? I know that Not was, saying no. Yeah. Do you think it... Like, I know there's one lady who um, my mom was friends with, and they started coming to our um, church, and I was doing a lot of the children's programs and stuff back mm-hmm. right then, and she was one of those types where she was like, you want it, you get it, like, you know, or we'll find a way to do it. She was a nice lady, but I remember we were in, like, a, quote, in-depth Bible study with her one time, and she actually opened up, and she talked about how she had nothing growing up yeah and so it was like an overcompensation of Mm -hmm. like i want my child to have everything i'm not saying all you know people like that are like that but
1: i think that that's a pretty good
0: observation i would i would say that that maybe has something to do with it do you think that i did that when i first moved in because i think i did i think that sometimes
1: when you're feeling really tired and really bad about whatever's going on you still do it
0: yeah, well, because I have my daughter majority of the time, so I really feel the pressure to be, like, both parenting roles, and it's, it's super stressful, so I'll give in, and I'll not be so, so harsh and things like that.
1: What do you mean by both parenting roles? Why, what do, you, why
0: do you think there has to be two? I don't... Well, I guess, what, I guess what I mean, like, I don't really feel... I was raised by a single mom, and I, I think I turned out half-decent, I mean... Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> <Everybody>, graduated therapy. <laughs> everybody's Yay. a
1: work in pro- progress. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I asked, why do you think you said, and I've heard you oh. say it before, two parenting roles. You feel like you have to fill both roles. What okay, are you talking so about?
0: I don't really think that every child needs a mom and a dad. I think that my biggest thing is that I have to do everything. I can't get overwhelmed and say I need a minute. Like I haven't been able to tell now. Mm-hmm. Now that I live with you, we kind of do that for one sure. another. So but do you
1: mean maybe both roles as in like
0: uh nurturing and discipline? Right. Like not not even necessarily that specific. I guess I shouldn't say two roles. I just feel like I get burnt out and I don't give her the best parenting that she mm-hmm. deserves mm-hmm. because I'm I have to do everything. Okay. So by the time it comes down to times I need to be super calm and understanding and very patient, I can't do that because I'm just overwhelmed in this. And it's not so much anymore. This was more um, like the first couple years of Lila's life. Mm -hmm. I was a full-time student. My my daughter was a baby. Um, I was working. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot. Yeah. So um, I guess that's what I mean. And I, I know that sometimes I still kind of do it um to where i'll kind of give in to her or you know instead of disciplining her i'll just be like come here and snuggle me right you know what i mean but at that point i just feel like i can't constructively discipline her right now so i'm just gonna love her sure and i i think that that's a better option um it kind of goes
1: so my top pet peeve my top pet peeve that will make me stop spending time with the parent um because I I try not to I try not to make the decision based off of the child right um but my top pet peeve that will make me stop spending time with that individual is when they're around me or when they're around other parents sometimes you have show-off parents Mm -hmm. like uh they kind of treat parenting like a trainer showing off the tricks that a dog can do like if their child steps out of the line, they'll use this really deep authoritarian. Voice. Like I, ha- I
0: haven't enforced my authority yet
1: today. Yes, <laughs> like shit like that, like like basically they just want to show off how well, uh, how well trained their troops are. Right. And I do not like. I don't think that's fair to the kids. And that's. No. I think that goes well. You know, you you feel like at that time when you're burnt out, you can't give her the best parenting, so you choose to love her. And I don't think that that's a bad thing, right? Um, the only time that you do it that I that I don't like it and that I wish that I could just lock you in a closet um,
0: is when she's being a little terror to you, like right. when she's and I'm still trying to just be calm and sweet and kind to her, and well, not she's necessarily just being...
1: calm, but when she's being honor and and mean like flat out mean to you you just want to fix just, it
0: Courtney will grab her and just be like nope you're not treating your mom that way we're gonna go take a break and and they go and take a break and she's just like crying for me and this and that and I just have to remind myself that she was just super shitty to me like five minutes ago and she's she safe. needs to be punished for that and Courtney punishes the way I punish so we're not going to cross a boundary there. And it's not like spanking. It's nothing It's nothing no, like that. No, we I, do time like I, don't, I
1: don't even like the word punish. I don't, no. I don't like that. Um, it's just we're going to go take a chill pill. Usually, because this just started happening recently. Right. Um, usually we, we have Lyla. a
0: timer. You
2: know what I like observing when you guys discipline your kids? Is there's always a lesson and an explanation attached to it. So I remember like, I remember growing up and my parents were um, spankers. I don't think, I don't really have anything against it. I just know there were several times where it was like, I didn't even really understand why I was getting in Mm. trouble. Right. Right. I knew what the consequences were of something, but there was, I didn't see the bigger picture growing up. Until I grew up a little more and, you know, I was a little bit smarter or whatever. But every time you guys discipline, there's always a message. There's always uh, an explanation. And I think that makes all the difference.
1: So I got that habit, ironically, from the cult, because <laughs> the word disciple means student. Discipline means to teach. Discipline doesn't mean to just, like, hit your kid and tell them to stop.
0: You're not teaching them like, anything. Like, no. Why? Because I said so. Right, that's no, not we discipline. we say no. Why? Well, because
1: this, this, and this. Lila has started practically bungee jumping off of every piece of furniture yeah, in the house she's like a
0: monkey i
1: swear i don't know what has gotten in a her. running leap and like four somersaults in a row. and nope nope go take a break go stand <laughs> in the corner go take she's a break she's got like
0: massive bruises everywhere from falling into the God, walls into the tables because she's like gymnastics around here I
1: so today it how many times did she go in the corner twice twice she and lives- she hasn't
0: been in the corner in like a month i'd say
1: yeah so she went in the corner and we've been trying to do like conversations with her instead of just putting her in the corner. But today we talked about it and we talked about it. Don't jump off the couch. Don't jump or whatever cuz you're going to. And get she hurt. did hurt herself. Right. She somersaulted over the arm of the couch and landed on her back
0: She's on the corner of old the coffee table on her table. back now,
1: yeah. So we she went to the corner and on the way I'm like, "Okay, you're going to be in there for 2 minutes and while you're in there, you're going to think about why you shouldn't jump off of everything. You're going to hurt yourself. You keep telling me, well, I forgot. I forgot. Well, now is your two minutes to remember, buddy.
0: Right. Um, and we always ask them, like, why do you think you are in trouble? And if they say we, they don't know, don't scratch me. <laughs> um, and if we say that they're in trouble and, and they don't understand, we always try to, you know try to explain
1: so first one first pet peeve for me is people showing off their parenting
0: skills look Uh, how look how what tricks my kids can do oh i hate that
1: (laughs) um the third one would be definitely along the same vein as you guys like i've been when i was married we went to other people's houses uh in uh in Texas like some of his military buddies we went over there and I didn't drink I've never been a big drinker and I mean I think the one I'm thinking of in particular I was pregnant so I wasn't drinking mm-hmm. and everybody else at this fucking house was blitzed they were and their kids were gone there. their baby yep was there he wasn't even two yep he wasn't even two it's 11 o'clock at night nobody's putting him down like they yep. just gave him a bottle he's walking around yep. crying yep I see that all the time. I, I used to have never. Indie, well, well, there it goes. I have never been able to handle that very well. Um, it that's that's number two. Um, basically, like my pet peeves kind of re- revolve around people being shitty to their kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Their their kids don't have any choice. They have to. And the third pet peeve um, is personal, and I was really trying to work on it today. Just saying no for shits and giggles. Like, basically just saying no because... We don't want to deal with it. Yeah, Yeah. because it would take more effort from me, or... It's going to make a bigger mess.
0: Yeah. Or we're going to have to go through it twice because, do I get to? Will be the next (laughs) thing that comes out of either of their mouths. It doesn't even matter which one. Oh, no, it's both. Well, do I get two? No, Susan. Am this I going is- to get one, too? No, we we just favor one child at a yeah, time in this house. just
1: magically, at this very instant, it's going to be no, not you.
0: <laughs> we really should make those bumper stickers. <laughs> uh, what were they going to say? They were going to say, um... Ba- oh, bathroom things happen in the bathroom. Bathroom things mm-hmm. happen in the bathroom, um... What were you talking about? <laughs> I think this is
1: a good time to take a break. Yeah, and I go got to so bad. Go God. get a coffee.
0: Goodbye.
1: Go get a coffee. Enjoy this interlude. We'll be back. Oh, God. Is it hard, difficult? Is it difficult to not only ask for help, but accept help? 100%. What do you think is more difficult, asking or accepting?
2: Both. (laughs) Why choose? What about you? Depends on what it is. Okay. Like, if it's accounting services, (laughs) I will climb the tallest mountain and be like, somebody help me! (laughs) If it's, like, a project or housework or anything that involves, like, something personally that I feel like I should... That I already know how to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then it's a little harder to ask for help.
1: It's hard for me to ask for help emotionally. Um, I have been informed multiple times over the last
0: week that apparently <laughs> I'm
1: vague when it comes to... She's
0: emotionally constipated. She needs an emotional enema. <laughs> I just, I feel like...
1: <laughs> I feel like everybody has so much shit going on that... If I'm feeling down for a day, like I can just suck it up and think through it or write through it or paint through it or whatever. And I don't, I don't feel like I need to unload on anybody. Um,
2: I feel feel similar, but sometimes I feel like with most people, not you guys, because you guys are amazing. (laughs) Most people, if you open up and you try to like talk about something that's going on immediately, they're like, yes, I understand because this is what's going on in my life. And they will immediately... Yeah, they will immediately make it about them.
1: Right. And this is not... Okay, how do I phrase this so it doesn't come out like an asshole? If I'm feeling... Shocker. Shut up, dick. If I... That also needs to be our bumper sticker. Shut up, dick. Yeah, bathroom things happen in the bathroom, and shut up, dick. And peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yes. Smushed (laughs) peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, listen to the podcast. Anywho, uh... If I'm having a down day or if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I guess the best way to explain it is sometimes I feel the water, like, right, right at the level where I'm about to drown. Um, I, oh, yes, yes,
2: dear. Bless you. Excuse me. Good thing I'm six feet away.
1: Mm-hmm. This is an ad for Claritin. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> Seriously, my allergies are insane right now.
1: I feel like because you deal with legit depression not situational oh I'm sad but legit uh chemical related depression right I don't want to be the dude that's just like so I know you're literally sad like 24 7 (laughs) and I am not no no I'm not saying you are I know I know uh but and I only have to deal with being blue like every once a
0: month (laughs) and I have to take a (laughs) pill
1: every day (laughs) you know what I mean yeah
0: no I totally get it
1: I feel like an asshole explaining I feel like I'm drowning in these worries or these concerns or just all of the shit and then telling that to you and you're like yeah welcome to my life
0: yeah, like I feel that way every time I put on pants, or every time I have to look at myself naked in the mirror, or so that's that's why I just, uh, that's why I just keep this to myself. We could go on. on, but um, my biggest thing, I have a trouble asking and receiving help um, in any category. Absolutely.
1: Okay.
0: Um, less now than before. Okay. Um, When I was younger. Before therapy or before? Before therapy, before uh, I got married. Like in my late teens, early 20s, I was super independent. Like if I dated a guy and I didn't like him, kicked into the curb, no problem. Like I I was just super independent. So um, if I needed something fixed and I asked my dad... (laughs) And I love you dad, but sometimes I have to remind you like 8 times to do something and it's just easier to do myself. So like I would pull up a YouTube video yeah. and my grandma's swamp cooler was broken. I pulled up a YouTube video. I replaced the motor and the belt and it was cool in the house for her. Mm-hmm. So um and and I was I was good
1: Oh, she's yelling at in Indy. Hmm. Do you want to go check on her? Uh yeah. Oh, uh, pardon I'll, conti- pardon I'll, this, I'll, folks. I'll Lindsay will join us shortly. Okay. What about you? Accepting, asking, receiving. Um, oh, you said, you said with projects like that, you already know how to yeah,
2: do it. If I know how to do it, then I usually either don't ask for help or, um, I just kind of like Lindsay said, like, it's just easier if I do it. Yeah. Um, instead of just, to, you know, if I expect something to get done. I feel like there's a big disappointment and then I just get more irritated if I like recognize that it didn't get done. Right. Um and I also feel like the last like ten years or so, I, I don't have the I haven't had those sources of Okay, rewind.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> before the last couple of years,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the ten years before that, I haven't had a lot of resources that most people that I observe get to ask for help with. Like some people will be like, Oh, I'm in trouble. And they go talk to their parents and their parents sure, bail them out. Sure, Or somebody uh, has a friend who just takes care of something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and I kind of feel like um, a lot of it had to do with my coming out. But um, all those support systems that I had as far as church and friends kind of just went away. Mm-hmm. So I just learned to do things on my own.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Some stuff I was really surprised. Like, you guys are making a big fuss about this. <laughs> this is pretty easy. But I kind of learned that it was up to me. Mm-hmm. I can't count on, you know... Uh, I can't count on inheriting stuff from my parents. I can't count on people bailing me out. I can't count on somebody else doing something for me when I really need it to be done exceptionally because I know that they'll probably drop the ball because they don't care about it as much. Right. Um, In the last couple of years, and maybe it's just the different people that's in my life now, I know that people care enough about whatever I care about that they're going to make at least... A better effort. Even if it's not exactly the same way I would have done it. Mm -hmm. um, To
1: quote Louis, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Right.
2: But... That is such a weird phrase. I don't even know why he says that. Uh,
1: Independence is a hard thing. Like, I... I feel like... Okay, with Pride. I felt like with doing Pride i didn't know what the hell I was doing either,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the people that were involved weren't either seeing the initiative in some areas or or they felt like it was out of their capacity i don't i don't know, but I kind of felt like if i didn't do x, y and z, it wasn't going to get done because no nobody else was even talking about it right. and and that was a that was a hard thing. Um, and then especially working in the lock shop, um, <laughs> I had just started working as a locksmith, and I was there like a week. And I was cleaning out my van. Somebody, an, another older locksmith, had had it, and I swear to God, they saved every old broken piece of shit lock and metal that they ever came across, and it was all <laughs> in this fucking van. And I don't. <laughs> I, I, before I started, I knew you put the key in the lock and you turned it like that was my, that was my knowledge. So I'm in the back of this van cleaning it out and the wind blows the door shut. I have no light. The, the security lock for the kids that's on the side of the door was locked. So I couldn't get out. And the back of the van was completely enclosed. I was locked in this fucking van and at this point, my life was a dumpster fire. I was in the middle of leaving a terrible. I think we call that a hobo.
2: Were you like? So but this I'm is how just it ends. politically
1: correct. <laughs> um, I, I was in the middle of leaving a really toxic, patriarchal to a fault cult that that really uh, degraded women and their abilities. I was in the middle of a shitty divorce. It was a hot mess. And then the cherry on the shit sundae is I get locked <laughs> in this van. And I, kid you not, I started crying. I started crying. Not like panicked and not like hyperventilating, like- but just like, "Whoa, is me. I'm locked in a van <laughs> and how am I going to get out? And I do that all the time. My inner self bitch slapped me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of this van if it kills me. I'm not gonna sit here. What am I gonna do? Wait right. until somebody else comes to do it? <laughs> and that was one of those, I don't know, like climbing a hill and going to talk to a monk moment. Because I, I, I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I ever feel helpless again mm-hmm. over my dead fucking body. Which is a good thing on one hand, but not a good thing when it comes to opening up and making connections to your friends. <laughs> because it's scary. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's uh it's it's tough. And we were talking about with kids and accepting help. And I would say that on the spectrum of children and potential issues with children, I would say that ours are are fairly easy. Right. We don't have any, um, you know, underlying health problems. We don't
0: have, like, they don't have any underlying health problems. Not too many, like, behavioral problems other than, like, annoying kid shit.
2: (laughs) I would imagine that it would be just like being a manager somewhere and, like, they always say, good help is hard to find, which is so true. So, (laughs) is it less, is it more or less about accepting help or finding people that you can be like, okay, I'm okay with you helping, How much of that is is part of
1: it? I think it's it's both because uh, there are a lot of times where you might feel like you have a wide circle of friends. So the last few years doing face painting, I've made a lot of contacts um, through the events and stuff like that. But when it comes right down to it, I have a handful of people that I know if I call them. Yeah, that if I called them. They would actually do something about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Posting something into Facebook and be like, oh, this really sucks. And having 40 people react to it is not the same. That's called
0: a cry for attention.
1: No, no, no. I'm being serious. Like... I need help moving. You know, if you post something oh, like that right, right, right. and
0: you have, I thought uh, you were more like the pity post. Like
2: somebody's vague. Yes, <laughs> no,
0: like, right. No. Like
2: I'm over it. Or worse. If you day, don't reply. You don't care. And you'll never see me again.
1: Worst eh, day like, ever. No, that is a misuse of social
2: media. <laughs> Which by the way, if you post that, I'm going to be like, bye. <laughs> it <nice> to know <laughs> yeah. You. It's
1: so annoying. I
0: don't,
2: I don't respond. To like, I usually. don't
1: remember. No. I don't remember what I called you for. But Anna was here and I needed to leave and I don't
2: I don't remember oh, it was, what it was um, for. It was a situation um with somebody that you need to drive them to the hospital. Yes. Because when you came back we talked about the cult and you gave me a book that I still haven't
1: read. I don't blame you. Don't read it. It's culty cult <laughs> of cultness. Um by the way, I'm not trying to brainwash him into a cult. It's just uh, a relic from my cult days. Culty cult. She... How many times can we say cult in a minute? Um, and it has... Like, it's better than cud. D- c- is it though? Culty <laughs> cud. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, point being is I called you and it felt like you were at my door before I even hung up. And yeah. I, I don't know if I've told you how much that means to me.
2: It's well, I mean, it's I think it's been mutual in so many ways and times. There's been times where whether it was moving or something, and you immediately were like poof. <laughs> I think there was even like rainbow smoke, and you're like, poof.
0: Seriously, <laughs> She will offer to help so many people and be so tired. She's like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, and nope, I'm going, and she'll go, and I'm just like sitting on the couch, like, see you later. You know what I mean. <laughs> She's one of the greatest friends I've ever had. So, accepting help from her was hard in the beginning because I was very insecure. But um, through therapy and medication, I'm a healthy, <laughs> I'm a healthy individual. So um, the other part
1: of uh, accepting help is I feel like sometimes it's. Smiling. It's oh yeah, Lila put stickers all over. Yeah, your Lila,
2: cup. Lila decorated is it, is it my cup. A nipple, <laughs>
0: <laughs> multiple nipples. Everywhere. Um,
1: I feel like okay. the other scary part of accepting help is what if this person holds it over your head,
0: right? Or tries to attempt it in a different way and judge the way that you've done it. You know what I mean? My or biggest thing
2: does it something that's taken you a lifetime to. Kind of skill it out, and then they do it, like, in two oh, seconds.
0: Oh, that happens all the time. Your kids are <clears throat> always better for other people. <laughs> <laughs> what are we referring to here?
2: Uh, I have to say, if you have a problem that you like complaining about, don't tell Courtney, because she'll solve it in two oh, seconds.
0: No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but,
2: God. It's a good thing.
0: But honestly, as I got more secure in myself, and it, as, as a woman, as a mom, as a friend, like, it's become easier to um, accept help. I'm Mm -hmm. still working on asking. Mm -hmm. But, like, even my parents, my parents have helped me out more than most parents probably ever helped their kids out. Mm -hmm. But, um... And they're still helping me. Thank God, coronavirus twenty twenty. I just can't imagine though if Anna needed
1: help. I mean, unless it was, hey mom, I need help moving these four dead bodies. Don't ask questions. I, y- y- yeah, right. I'm gonna ask questions, but <laughs> I'll, I'll have
0: like. But you almost... also have the trash bags ready. Right. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was on. Um. I remember one time I was on E, and my dad was like, "Hey, are you good?" Uh,
1: she means E as an empty in the gas tank. I was gonna ask. oh
0: well i thought everybody would just assume nobody
1: can see your little hand gestures showing the the gas
0: gauge sorry
2: (laughs) yeah i was like where's this story (laughs) going
0: so anyways i get out of the car and this is when i was going to school and um so my parents would come and meet me at six o'clock in the morning four days a week to get my baby and take care of her while i went to school and my dad was like oh are you good on money are you good on gas and I'm like yeah I'm good I'm fine I had no money I had no um I forgot to bring lunch that day you was lying through your teeth yeah and it was and he just drove off and I was like god damn and I really needed like 20 bucks today and and my dad will do it you know what I mean because oh I, yeah how
1: many times have you gone over there and you have like a hundred dollar bill hidden somewhere and you get home and you're like where the fuck I from. seen
0: um so I we live in Golden Valley and my my parents like to go to that bar in Golden Valley because you know they're retired so um I was on my way home and Lila was at her dad so I stopped there to see them and then I get home and it's like a couple days later that I'm getting money out of my wallet and I find this hundred dollar bill and I was like oh my god so I called my dad and uh, I was like did you shove money in my wallet the other day he's like oh yeah I forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but it's very, it's very give and take with my parents. You know what I mean? Like I help them a lot with, I call them, um, I'm their tech support. <laughs> uh, and I'm also, yeah. are you tech support for your parents?
2: Um, kind of sometimes. Yeah. I mostly like try and redirect.
0: <laughs> no, I'm like, Hey Lynn, can you reset my password here? Can you put this on Craigslist for me? Um, can you call and pretend like you're your mom and figure this out with customer service? <laughs> and like, I do this shit because my dad will hide $100 bills in my wallet. <laughs> I think
1: that the moral of the story is maybe we have more people than we think or that than we have thought in our, in our past uh,
0: just waiting for us to ask for help. And... I think that the people that want to help you, um, they they want to do it out of love. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not doing it out of obligation most of the time. Because I know unless somebody volunteers me, I, think I don't... I you're talking
1: about me right
0: yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> when she volunteers me for all this crazy shit that we do, um, it just... Uh... See, I lose my train of thought. I
2: think you're on something that I was saying of like the best way to start accepting help is to offer it because right. you make those connections right I think because I honestly can't remember who helped who first but with me and Courtney it was like
0: it wasn't one develop that
2: relationship yeah. it was like I know that I can call Courtney and she knows that she can call me but would that have happened if one of us didn't take that first like here here's some help
0: Right, exactly. Or, if it was just a ask, 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 and the other person is the only one helping, like if it was one sided, yeah. there's no way. I hate having to say no. And that's... and I'm like, tell them that I have the diarrhea. <laughs>
2: Diarrhea.
1: <laughs> so I think that this is a good point to stop. Uh Lindsay's eyes, <laughs> diarrhea. Lindsay's eyes are almost closed and I think you have a fur baby to attend yeah. to. But, yeah, I'm super tired. Um I'm hoping that soon we had a friend we had a friend message and uh on the topics that she wanted to hear about. It was uh Hidden disabilities in children. Yeah, hit, I was trying to figure out a phrase that. Like, dealing with family you, members not really understanding or just, or just feeling like, oh, well, you have a bad kid. Like, no, fucker. They have something going on with their brain. Right. But you, because you can't see it, it's almost like it doesn't count.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so like, mental health with adults. People are still judgy and stuff about yeah. that.
1: So if there's any of you guys that have a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about or our point of view, unless it's flat earth or sand, (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, we also we did a podcast last week it was like a dual podcast Don't lie, we missed a
1: podcast oh yeah we I'm did sorry. a dual I podcast
0: interrupt. i shared it on our facebook but we're going to get a copy of the podcast that we did with our very dear friends and their podcast um and then be able to post it to anchor and spotify but um if you have us on facebook go there there's a link to their page and you can listen to that mm-hmm. episode with us
1: moms of mischief and mayhem that's what it is on facebook yeah
0: yeah Mm-hmm.
1: yeah moms of mischief and mayhem anything you'll that see you, our beautiful faces anything that you want to send us moms of m M-M m at gmail you can you can message us there or on facebook we'd love to hear from you yeah questions
0: topics if you want our very expanded mind if you want my guru expanded <laughs> mind advice like i got you she's full
1: of shit we don't know what the hell we're doing because we are a hot mess just like